Hey everyone, I'm Megan Coleman. And I'm Meg Revis, and we're the Megs. We have a lot of fun laughing and learning how to squeeze the good out of today. Megan, on today's episode, we've got a special guest. She is my older sister, Christy Reisner. Mm-hmm. Her and her husband, Chad, they own a remodeling, renovation, general contracting business called Circle R Pro. They're currently servicing um, the Fort Worth, really maybe the greater Fort Worth area. Yeah. And it's just an awesome conversation that we get to have with her. We know that everybody's been at home, right? Forever. Forever. (laughs) And the market is super hot right now. So they're probably, you guys are probably going, okay, what little nook and cranny in my house can I redo, remodel, revamp, or you're getting your house ready to sell and you want to do a few updates. We just thought it would be great to have her on. She's got some great tips and we get to learn a little bit about that whole industry. Yeah. She does a phenomenal job of even telling us how do we find a good contractor. And if you don't want to go to a contractor out, what are, what are some other options? She covers all of that. But Meg, I think my favorite is at the very end when she talks about how she juggles business and family life. Cause she's such a mom boss, you know, and she's figuring out how to do that, but she does it really, really well. And I love just her heart behind some of the advice she gives us. It's a great episode for sure. And we know that you guys are going to love Christy as much as we do. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. (laughs) Good morning. There she is. I'm so excited. Today we have on our episode, my older sister, Christy Reisner. She's Mm -hmm. a total boss babe. And we'll talk more with her about um, her business and all of that. But... I'm wondering because I'm looking at my three beverages in front of me and we are recording today in the morning. Have you guys had your coffee? Like what is your beverage situation? I I have already had two cups. So I'm <laughs> I think I've already had three. Right <laughs> three cups of coffee. Well, you know, Ben had to leave early this morning for a meeting and so he wasn't helping me drink the pot. So I just kept getting up and Topping it off a little, topping it off a little more. <laughs> I'm missing uh, about a week ago, we had a pretty big episode and um, I had an adult beverage and that was <laughs> super fun. So I'm thinking about a little day drinking mimosa for me. Girl, it's like 930 here. I'm going with water. Yeah, I know. No, no fun. To, I have water. I have a cup of coffee and I have my LaCroix. Those are my three drinks that I've got in front of me. And I will drink probably all three of those throughout the whole episode. What does that say? What does that mean? Do you know what I've been drinking lately that I'm, I don't know. I mean, loving as taste, no, but loving the side effects of, yes. I don't know if you guys do this, but it's collagen. Have y'all done that? Have y'all tried collagen? I have. Yeah. I just started drinking it. I get the unflavored. And so I do a little, I like take a tiny little bit of water and warm it up. So like dissolves in it better. And then I finish it off with ice and more water and squeeze a little lemon in it. I've been loving it only a couple of weeks, but I can already notice my skin is brighter. 
Hey, I've been doing it, but I have to do it as a shot. I do a little bit of water, like you said, and then I put oh, the powder you in. Just and then go I just for it. Chug it. I just throw it as far back as I can and swallow, so I don't have but, to sip on it because it's nasty tasting. Yeah. But what is it supposed to do for you? What is collagen drink? What's the benefit? It helps your skin, your hair, your nails, like fine lines. Like as we get older, especially, I think it says when we get into our forties, we lose more and more collagen every year. And so this just helps replenish it in your body. Yep. I don't know. I've had a lot of friends try it and I finally was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a go. So I've been using it for two weeks. Love it. Huh? Okay. Well, I'll switch out the mimosa <laughs> and and do a collagen drink. Probably this not good as stuff. good tasting, but this is good stuff. And speaking of good stuff, Christy, we, you know, I'm hoping you've listened to our episodes and you know, we usually try to start out like with something good or mm-hmm. what's been good from our week. So I'm going to put you on the spot and make you go first. <laughs> what has been good <laughs> in your week? Well, of course I listen to y'all's show. It's <laughs> the best. Um, y'all's is probably the only podcast I listen to, but I love it. Um, okay. Squeezing the good. You know, I was actually thinking about this because I knew you probably were going to ask because y'all talk about this at the beginning. Um, but Chad, my awesome husband just bought me some new power tools and I have enjoyed. (laughs) Okay. That makes me laugh that that's what you love. (laughs) I've had so much fun doing some barn doors. Um, we are working on some remodel projects at our house and I wanted to do a barn door for a closet and barn doors for pantry and a barn door for our bedroom going into our bathroom. And so I've had a lot of fun designing those and building those. It's been a real relaxing place for me the last couple of weeks. I don't even know what I would do with a power tool. I think if Logan gave me power tools, I might just start crying. <laughs> they're really fun. It's empowering. (laughs) You know, there are so many things that I look around the house that I want to do and I'm like, Oh, but then I got to use a power tool. And so I don't, I'm like, Oh, I just wait for Ben. It's like, I don't have the confidence to do it myself. If you guys, for real, if I can do it, you guys can do it. I, um, this is a couple of years ago, uh, Chad, and then a guy that was working for our company, um, basically just kind of began showing me how to do stuff. And so I've really enjoyed it. All right, Megan, what has been good in your week? Okay. So I was thinking about this for me, it's not necessarily what's been good so far, but what's happening. So when this episode airs, it's going to be Cinco de Mayo week, which is way fun. I love Cinco de Mayo, but in our house, we call it Cinco de Mego. (laughs) And we did that when, uh, oh my goodness, over 10 years ago, it was my 30th birthday, my first mother's day. We bought our first house. All of those were happening within the couple weeks of each other in the month of May. And so what Ben did is he kind of put all those gifts together because he knew we wouldn't get be able to celebrate all of them with so much we had going on with the new house and everything. And so he created Cinco de Mego and he did this whole huge thing on May 5th for me. And of course, after that year, I was like, um, this needs to be a holiday in our home that we do every year. And so I'm excited. Yeah. We don't really do a whole lot, but usually we go out and get, you know, 
it's t- typical Cinco de Mayo stuff, I guess, where we go get Mexican food and stuff like that, but it has a different it's, name in our house. It's basically my Super Bowl. Cinco de Mayo? Oh, yeah. I mean, the guacamole, the chips, the salsa, the margaritas, but, you know, I'm still keto. No chips. And I, so we, I don't know how we'll celebrate Cinco de Mayo this year because really I'm giving myself a cheat day for a few days after Cinco de Mayo, which is Mother's Day. Right. And Logan booked a brunch. So I'm going to cheat at my Mother's Day brunch off the diet for one meal. I know. You should do it. It's worth it. It is. It is. I'm excited about going to this new brunch place on Mother's Day. It's right on the ocean, like right on the beach. Speaking of, that's my good. We had the best beach day. It was such good family time. It was just exactly what I needed. I just need that time. I know. We all saw all the pictures that you text to us all day yesterday while we're all not at the beach. <laughs> well, I knew you wouldn't really care, Red, because no, you still you don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to go sit at the beach. I did feel bad because I know Christy was probably upset a little bit, cringing, and then my mom too, and so I did feel a little braggadocious, and so I. Around 2 p.m., I started. You stopped. Yeah. I stopped. Mm-hmm. They were <laughs> beautiful pics. I knew you were a little jealous. I was in my knees in my flower beds pulling weeds. Uh. <laughs> oh, no. And those pics were coming in. I was like, I so want to be sitting on the beach right now with my feet in the sand. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'll refrain. Next time, I will refrain from sending my uh, family beach day pics. But that was, it was just a good time. We had a great. That's fun. That's always family. A Sunday fun day. It was good. So y'all have heard a little bit that she's a boss babe, but (laughs) really what we want to tell you guys is uh, she owns a general contracting remodeling business called Circle R Pro with her husband, Chad. Um, They're just a great team and it's a great company. And here's what we also know is that a lot of you out there listening are probably considering doing some kind of project or remodeling in your home right now. Yeah. So we thought it would be great to have Christy on and she could just chat with us, even us about just like where to start, what you look for, some of the do's, some of the don'ts. She just is a wealth of knowledge. We know you guys will love her. So we've got a few questions just um, so she can walk us through just even the differences. We know that it's spring, summertime, people are getting their house ready for market um, and or they've decided to stay in their house and they want to freshen it up. If you're looking at remodeling, what all are your options? You know, there, there are so many options and, um, I mean, you've got everything from, you can DIY stuff. There are tons of videos you can watch websites you can visit, uh, to, you know, subbing things out or hiring specific handymen or skilled, uh, labor, uh, to hiring a general contracting company. And so there's just, there's a wide range and all of those have got pros and cons. And so I think, you know, kind of looking at what your options are and deciding how you want to tackle it. Um, you know? Yeah, I've done, I think every single one of those. 
from the hire the handyman to do one thing that we just can't do to the full-on contractor. We've DIY'd a bajillion things in our house, you know, because Ben's pretty handy. He's the one that likes the power tools. Um, (laughs) But, you know, it's crazy. There are so many options. And I think the pandemic has even heightened everybody's sense of, I got to get this done. I want to get this upgraded because we've all been sitting in our houses for so long. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. I feel like everybody has been sitting in their house looking at every nook and cranny and going, oh, I really could change that up or maybe I could do this. Maybe I could do that. So what are the, what Christy, could you explain really quickly? What are the differences just between some of the contracting companies and options. So if people decide, Hey, I'm not going to do this myself at home, which you're right. There are tons of YouTube videos on there and we're not knocking any of that. Cause you've I done love that a good your, you. Oh yeah. I love a good YouTube video. <laughs> and Christy, you've done some DIY stuff even in your own home. Yes. Yes. Um, definitely DIY is great. That's probably the most cost effective way. It's kind of one of those, do you have the time, uh, you know, and, and there is a, a, even in my own house, like a level, it looks different when my painter comes in and Mm -hmm. professionally sprays things versus when I take a roller and a brush. So, um, but as far as the general contracting companies go, you know, there are, there are tons of great general contracting companies. And basically when you hire like Circle R Pro or another general contracting company, um, you're hiring them and they're, they're overseeing the entire project and they've got the, you know, licensed plumbers and electricians and framers and all the different people that they work with. And they know the order of a project, you know, from start to finish, here's what, needs to be done first and things like that. Um, Some general contracting companies offer design services. So Circle R Pro is one of those. We do design and renovation or design as part of our renovation. Um, But some, when you call, they will ask you if you already have the designs, if you already have worked with an interior designer. And if not, a lot of times they'll send you there first, and then you come to them with the, the finalized plans and they'll execute it. So, so is that what a, so is that what an interior designer will do? Is that they're um, the go to for help, like with just the design stuff and then they take it to the general contractor? You know, it gets a little gray. There yeah. are, I I've noticed this uh, in the last couple of years. So there are architects, uh, there are licensed architects that do some interior design. Um, and then you've got interior designers that, work with either draftsmen or architects. Um, And so it's a little bit of a a gray area. And so you kind of, it's one of the reasons that we streamlined it. So we have, um, we utilize chief architect design and Chad and I both have just always enjoyed design work. That's some of our favorite part of our job. And so we found it was just simpler for us to go in and we offer those services. Um, If a customer wants to work with an architect, we're happy to do that. So we've got a couple projects right now that we're working with an architect on, um, but we also offer design services, both the layout, like what walls need to be taken down or how can we rethink this space um, all the way to colors and, you know, tile and flooring and cabinetry and all of that. So it is important then before you even start the project, 
Um, if you're going with a contractor that does not, I just want to make sure I'm hearing you correctly too. So in the future, when I decide to do something, when we have our own home, so we, if we hired a general contractor that did not offer a design service, we would need to do that piece of the puzzle first. And then yeah. if we did hire a general contractor like you guys that did offer a design service, that is really where y'all would start first or do you start at budget first? So the way that we do it is we offer our customers an initial estimate that's kind of a ballpark range. Uh, we can get that out pretty quickly, but that gives customers an idea of how much what they're wanting to do costs. And yeah. then if they're like, yes, this is what we were thinking, we're ready to move forward, then we do the design. Um, sometimes we'll do those um, ballpark numbers even over the phone if it's something real simple, like master bathroom and it's 100 square feet, you know, things like that. But um, budget is important. So yes, we've got to make sure before we go into any design work that this is something that they're going to move forward with. Okay. I mean, and it always costs so much more than you think it does, right? Like I remember when you guys were visiting our house, this is a couple of years ago, we have our master bath. We'd love to redo one of these days. And so I pulled Chad in. I was like, Chad, come tell me like the dish on my master bathroom, because I had some contractors come in and quote it and they quoted it close to $15,000. And we do not have a big master bath. It is small. It's like a galley, you know? And uh, Chad came in there and he was like, Yep. That's the price. I was like, man, it's so much pricier than you think it's going to be. But like going back to why we knew we needed a contractor for something like that is because I have no idea what you do first. I mean, I know you can demo first, but then beyond that, I'm like, I don't know (laughs) who comes next, like the plumber or the tiler or the electrician. It's so confusing. So Christy, real quick, because Megan said she pulled chat into her bathroom. This is funny to me. Do y'all go to people's houses now just for like dinner or hanging out with friends? Will they be like, Hey, come look at this space. (laughs) Um, yeah, sometimes, I mean, not all the time, but yes, we'll have people, but Chandler love that. Like we, we love the design work. We love working with people. We love helping people. And so it's not a, it's not a big deal. I do think that shines through in a lot of y'all's work is just your desire to truly help them make it a a home where they, you know, and and to really serve your customers too. So, Um, okay. So my next question for you, are you ready? It's... You say it like it's going to be a funny question, Meg. I'm laughing because this is me. Like I I need people to tell me like the steps, as long as I have steps, like I can follow. And part of this is like, what are some do's and don'ts? Like, what would you tell somebody that's fixing to embark upon a remodeling journey? Because I've heard you call it an adventure, a journey, all those things. What are some major kind of like design do's and don'ts for our listeners? Friends, we've got some juicy deals for you today. Meg, tell us about our sponsor for this episode. Yes, I'm so excited. It's Castles and Cruises Travel with Brooke Hales. Seriously, you guys, we're a month away from summer and starting to make those vacation plans, but it can get so overwhelming on where to go, what to do. Are you getting the best rate? Well, Brooke is here to do all your planning and take the stress out of your vacation and get this 
at no extra cost to you. That sounds awesome. (laughs) I know. She's a travel expert that specializes in Disney and Universal, but can literally plan a vacation anywhere in the world to meet your needs and budget. Brooke will get to know your family and help you choose the most perfect resort, restaurant, rides, activities for the most magical and memorable vacation. She'll get you the best deals and manage all those details so you don't have to. You can email Brooke today to get your vacation planned for the summer. That's Brooke, B-R-O-O-K-E at castlesandcruisestravel.com. We've also got links for you in our show notes or on our website at themegspodcast.com. Her clients absolutely love her and we know you will too. Okay. Our next juicy deal for y'all is with Gab Wireless. They have smartphones that are safe for your kids. My son has had this phone for over a year and we absolutely love it. He gets to call and text his friends. There's a camera, Bluetooth, GPS, and so many other features. But more importantly, I know he's staying safe and protected on this phone. So go to gabwireless.com, G-A-B-B, and use the promo code THEMEGS for $30 off your purchase. I promise your kids will love you for getting them a phone and you'll know they're staying safe. That is a good question. Um, and it is an ad- adventure and it is a journey. We That's one of the things that we tell our customers when we start out. It's like, this is fun. And yes, it can be invasive. And But we want everybody to enjoy the process because at the end, you've got this beautiful new space, you know, that that hopefully is something you love much more usable. Yes. And livable. But as far as design do's and don'ts, um, you know, some of the things that we go over with our customers is always like the classic versus trendy um, mm. finishes, uh, things like that. Um, a lot of times when we, we've we've taken out five, six walls in homes and opened up spaces. And so one of those things when we're doing that is really helping our customers envision that space and go, okay, how are you going to define, you know, define this, this, this space, what's going where and um, just some things like that are the things that come to mind right off the top of my head. Aesthetic, you know, it looks beautiful, but is it functional? You know, mm. things like oh, that. That's good. Yeah, because something that I love in Megan's house may not work in my house. That may not be a functional space the way it fits in Megan's house. It may not work in my house. So I was going to ask you that too. Do you have people that bring you pictures of stuff and are like, hey, make my house look like <laughs> this? for this budget. (laughs) And does that always, that doesn't always work, right? Right. Well, and one of the things like I just was going over this with a customer this last week, um, doing, um, basically like a roll in shower where the, the bathroom floor is the same level as the shower floor, but she wants to use the same tile and she's wanting to go with kind of these big tile pieces in the bathroom floor but practically for us to get the right drainage, shower floors have to have a slope that goes down to the drain. Otherwise it comes back into the bathroom and we can't achieve the right slope with those big tiles. Mm. <laughs> so you, you that's where those mesh tiles, the smaller tiles that are on like 12 by 12 inch oh, meshes yeah. come in. And so I was going over that. I was like, Hey, we can get the exact same color. It, it, 
you know, it's one of the coordinating tiles, but we can't do that. And she's showing me pictures. And I was like, I will show both Chad, who's our general contractor, as well as our guy that does all the tile and he builds our showers. And they were both like, no, that shower isn't functional. It looks good, but there's water that's getting into the bathroom. I was like, okay. Yeah, it's hard that whole classic versus trendy thing, you know, that you said as a first do and don't, because I kind of, you know, we've moved a lot in our marriage and we've owned a lot of homes and we have kind of, because we've moved so much, we've learned the choices that we make for remodeling. We do based on resale, right? Just because we've had to sell our house so many times. Well, we've been in this one that we're in now um, over five years and we have no intention of moving anytime soon. So there's like this itch in me that wants to kind of do more like crazy things. Cause I'm like, Oh, we're not moving for a while. And, but that's a struggle that I have because we do so many things on our own and DIYs. And we hired a contractor for our kitchen when we first moved in. But I mean, have you seen some crazy trendy things along the way? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And, and, you know, it's fun to, I think that you are approaching it right, Megan. I think that keeping resale value in mind is, is smart. It's wise. Um, But what I tell customers is, you know, on the trendy, it's it's also fun to bring those in, but maybe do those in smaller things, things that are easier to change out, whether that's like light fixtures or cabinet hardware, uh, those kind of things, or even a backsplash that's going to be easier to change out than say cabinets. And we have had to encourage some (laughs) clients who wanted to go with some really bold colors. Um, I remember one was um, hot pink and I love kitchen cabinets. What? Oh my goodness. Hot pink kitchen cabinets. My girls would love that. They'd be like, this is the best house ever. Yes. Like a a sorority house. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was, she has a beautiful style. I love the colors. Um, She did a great job. She has a great, but it's very bold. Mm -hmm. And, but we were like, let's, you know, we kind of gave her some other options and encouraged her to, to not go hot pink because it's very costly to change out cabinets or to even paint and refinish cabinets. That's a big ticket item. And so um, that's kind of where we, we would encourage our customers to, you know, express themselves in, in easy ways. ways. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's super trendy right now, all the, in all the bathrooms and small spaces to do that tile on the floor, the patterned, you know, black yeah. and white or navy and white. I've seen that in a ton of things. That's, and we've, have you guys done a lot of those? We have. And I would say in guest bathrooms, laundry rooms, mudrooms, things like that, you know, have fun with that. That's yeah. Those are typically like 25 to 50 square feet, you know, on some of the smaller sides. And that's not huge to install or take up. And it is fun. It's fun to express yourself. And it's not going to really, the what you're saying is those smaller spaces aren't really going to affect the market value as much as if you walked into a home and there were neon orange cabinets or. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I painted a mural on the uh, wall in our game room for the kids. I just, it's a really big room with tall ceilings and it almost felt too big. I needed to paint. I wanted to paint something fun on there because it's the game room. And I thought, oh, if we ever sell it, somebody can just 
paint right over it. It's not a big deal. So I did this super colorful greens and teals and a little pink and this kind of landscape thing on the wall. And I love it. I'm so glad that I hesitated because I was like, oh, nobody, not everybody might like this, but I love it. It's one of those things that makes a huge impact, but somebody could paint over it if they wanted to. Right. And one, I'd love to see a picture of that. So I'm thinking again. Uh, how about you just come to that. town and come see it in person? Uh, <laughs> okay, done. Um, but yeah, and, and that's something we tell our customers, you know, um, we want you guys to love the space. And so even as the designer, because I'm the one that works with our customers on on design selections, you know, it's been stretching for me uh, to get outside of what I like and the colors mm. that I like. And, but help guide our customers to the choices where it's like they love it and it works for their space. And it's, you know, hopefully not painting something that they're going to want to undo in a year or so. But there have been times that we've painted things where we will, you know, we give our opinion, we give our encouragement. And at the end of the day, if they say, we want you to paint this hot pink, well, we will paint it hot pink. So they're the, um, they're the paying customer. Yes. So. Um, I, another resale question, cause I do think that's kind of top of mind to a lot of people is yes, they're keeping their home and they're remodeling to enjoy it. But some people are doing a remodel to help with resale value. Right. So is there, can you tell us what space brings the most value when you're remodeling? What do y'all typically see will bring in the most value to the home? Um, and we've got a, some good relationships with realtors. And so this is a question that we're continually kind of processing with them. Um, but I think that kitchens are going to be at the top of the list, um, especially if you've got a really dated kitchen or it's a funky layout and it's it's like you bump into things and people as you're navigating it. Um, so I would say kitchens, uh, master bathrooms, those are probably the top two. Yeah. What is it like somebody that when they come to look at your house, you know, to buy it or whatever, to look at it, it's the first 15 seconds, they know whether they want to buy it or not make an offer or not. I mean, it's that first impression right off the bat, even from pulling up into the driveway. So even, I mean, yes, those are the big hard hitting ones, the kitchen and master bath, but man, there's even just some general stuff from pulling into the driveway. It's crazy. Yeah. And, but the market is so hot right now everywhere in Austin. I mean, you, that you can't even, you don't even put it on the market. It's, um, a friend of mine, they did an open house. Um, but it was like a pre opening kind of thing for neighbors and friends and realtor friends. And they already had like 15 offers by the end of the day, a hundred thousand dollars over asking price. It's insane. Like the market's crazy. Yeah. It's the same way up here in the DFW area too. I mean, houses are flying off the market. It is definitely a seller's market. Uh, we'll buy some houses to renovate and flip every now and then. Um, we've kind of had to put a halt on that. I mean, we, I think it was a year or so ago, we were one of 18 offers within yes. the first few hours of a, of a house hitting, or it wasn't even on the market. Like you said, it was just, it was one that, that had come on the radar that was going to be, you know, going at a low price because it needed to be fully renovated. Yeah. So. so this is a question that I didn't prep you for. <laughs> <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> 
How do you enjoy working with your husband? Oh, you know, I do enjoy it. Uh, Chad and I actually have worked alongside of one another in some capacity since we were dating. And, you know, we've done youth ministry and there have been a couple seasons where I've been in the classroom teaching. Uh, That's my 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 degree is in elementary education. And so there have been a couple seasons where we haven't. And I've I've missed that. And so. Uh, there's maybe a lot of energy between us. We we can kind of feed off of one another and build off of one another. Um, definitely have our moments where I'm like, okay, I need I need to go somewhere else right now. I need, to, <laughs> I need space from you. <laughs> I need space. Uh, it's probably hard to turn it off, like when you're home. You know, even though yeah. you're not you know, out looking at houses and stuff, you're probably still talking about, oh, hey, this is going on or this is going on. And it takes more effort to just go hard cut. Like we need to engage in family right now. Yes. And Chad's probably better at that than I am. I tend to just it's always just the noodles in my head, the noodles, (laughs) they all touch together Mm -hmm. for sure. And so we do, we, we try to, um, not talk business if possible after hours and on the weekends, we try to honor that kind of thing. But yeah. Well, as your family, we're super proud of you guys and just the way that y'all have built this business up. And in fact, y'all won an award um, in Fort Worth, right? We did. It's been, it was a couple years ago. Um, It was uh, Fort Worthy fan favorite. And so that was a lot of fun. yeah. So we, uh, it is, it has been fun to grow and build. And, you know, even last week we had a customer unexpectedly, um, do really a raving review on a Facebook page. And we've already been getting like emails and phone calls and things like that. So, so I'm glad you brought up the reviews because obviously our listeners are from all over America. So if, if they are looking to do a remodel with a general contractor, what are some things, I know reviews are big for you guys, but what are some things that they can be looking for? How do they find a good general contractor? What should they be looking for? You know, I would say, you know, Facebook neighborhood pages are huge right now. And so I, that's kind of where we get a lot of our referrals from. Um, And I feel like that's a great place. I mean, I use them too, where I'm like, Hey, I'm looking for so-and-so does anybody have a recommendation? Um, And so I think that's a great place to start. Um, I still would say to um, call referrals do have an in-person meeting, do it, find out if they do initial consultations and, you know, make sure communication styles line up, things like that. Um, we have this year and we're only into the end of April. We've had, I think three customers call. One of them is in a lawsuit with another general contractor. Mm. Um, we had bid on the work a while back and just weren't able to, our timeline didn't work for them. And so they went with somebody else and it just went south bad. Um, they're still not in the home. And so they called us and we've kind of come back in and are trying to help get them um, in. And so even though they did their due diligence, they ended up going with somebody that was available immediately. And I would say in this industry right now, everybody's slammed. And so if somebody is available right now, 
even if they've got good reviews, I don't want to say don't go with them. They could have had something that, you know, was supposed to happen and it didn't. And so they've got this, you know, unique window of time. But in general, what I'm hearing is that people are going with who's available, but then they're regretting that decision. Because if they're available, it means they don't have, they're not working, all the, right? They're not working. So it's actually okay if they say, Hey, we can't get to your projects for six to eight weeks that, you know, yes. you're in high demand and, essentially, right? Yes. And so like for us, it was, uh, I think we saw the house in September, early October, there was the design work involved. There's, you know, process involved, um, but because we already had, we're under contract on some other projects, we were like, we can get to, you you know, basically January one. So it was actually multiple months. Um, and as, and we, we told them, this is about an eight week job. You guys will be in beginning of March. They called us middle of February and we're still not in. And anyway, so, That's and so they hard. did get under contract with somebody. I know I, it, honestly, that's, those are some of the hardest estimates to do um, because I know that they've already spent their budget, but I'm like, oh, I, you know, hate this for you guys. Um, so. so it's worth taking time to really find a good contractor. So you don't, I've had many friends get in situations like that where they've had to go hire a second person because the first one was not very reliable and didn't show up or, you know, they paid them up front some of it and then they never came and did anything. And it's hard. You really have to make sure you get a good one. Yes. I tell friends and family do not pay in full up front. I mean, so like for us, when we're under contract, we do an initial deposit and that covers the cost of the materials we've got to order. It's all the deposits we've got to put down for cabinets, counters, windows, door, whatever it is. So there is some initial money, but then we do a payment schedule that's then based on construction and what gets completed. And then we hold around five to 10%. That's a final payment that's done after we've walked through the project with the customer to make sure everything is, is, is good. So, um, yeah, we've, we've had some good friends even that have paid in full up front and didn't get it done. And oh, I don't do that. that like hurts me don't. just to even think of that. Because then what a headache, because then you are in some type of legal battle to get your money back and that can take years. Yeah, so that's really good advice, Christy. I lastly, and you kind of already briefly touched on this, but I wanted to circle back to it real quick is you've had so many different careers over the years, which me and Megan love. We applaud that. We are all about, you know, utilizing all your talents and gifts and things that you want to pursue. So you have been a elementary school teacher. You've been a children's minister. Um, you are now doing um, this general contracting business and you are incredible at all of them. I'm just curious though, how do you juggle life? Like, cause you've got kiddos, you've got teenagers. How do you juggle being this amazing working mom running a business and just life, all the life things that are thrown at you? Uh, well, some days are better than others. <laughs> I, I like, she took the biggest breath, like right before answering. <gasps> <laughs> it was a little overwhelming listening to you list everything out. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> well, you're, my big, you're my big sister. And I really think you're incredible too. So 
<laughs> well, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, it is. It's a juggling. And um, it's, I would say that the things that have been helpful um, have been thinking through, okay, how can I make the most of my time, you know, is a constant question. What do I need to be doing? And um, whether that's like, okay, is it is it my children? Or is it something with the business? Or is it my husband? Or is it my house? And there's a pile of dishes, you know, um, just really kind of trying to assess and, and just do what I can do each day. Um, something that's been helpful, and I think that I read this, I wish I remembered the book that I read it in, but is constantly assessing um, what are the things that only I can do? And what are things that other people can do? And so that plays into business in the sense of, um, I do a lot of the design work and though we could hire another designer, that's something I really enjoy. Don't love the administrative stuff as much. And so, you know, there's just some things like that, like, okay, what could we hire out that, that can be covered? And then, you know, what am I available to do? And then for the same thing for the kids, like we just recently were like, okay, we're going to invest in um, a house cleaner coming a couple times a month because yeah. that is something somebody else could do. And it frees up some time. Um, but Chad even had asked about, you know, carpool stuff. Like, would it be helpful to, you know, figure out a plan? And I said, you know what? No, that's actually something. Yes, somebody else could do it. But I have such great conversations with my kids in the car. Yeah. And those are some great connection points that I was like, practically, yes, somebody could go sit in carpool lane and pick up the kids, but I don't know where else I would get that connection with my kids and that I'm not willing to give up. So just kind of, I don't know, it's definitely a juggling act and there are days that it's better than others. And, um, but yeah, that's kind of, that's a good word, Christy. I like that of kind of seeing where you can hand things off and what are the things that you value most that you want to keep doing? You know, like for us, yeah. uh, Saturdays is our chore day with the kids and, um, they hate it. And there are, <laughs> there are tears probably every Saturday because of Reed, you know, my has to be around people at all times. And I'll say, just, just go pick up the trash in your room, baby. That's all you got to go do. Just go pick up the trash first. And she comes back 20 minutes later. I got distracted. I can't <laughs> do this. This is so hard. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, this is when I wish I could hire somebody to come clean our house for us. Cause it's so disastrous. <sighs> but I like that too. It's good to know what to delegate. Yeah. Uh, what you can delegate, but you're like, Hey, I really love doing this on my own mm -hmm. and, and knowing that that's okay. Like you're picking the things that you love most. So, well, we are so thankful that you came on and gave our listeners and us a few tips on, uh, I'm ready to go remodel something in my house. Now I've already been <laughs> like mentally making my list of things that I want to do around here. It's going to, it's a great market for it. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it is, I will say that, um, COVID and the storms here in Texas have caused material prices to go up. Oh, so, so much more expensive. One, it really is. You were saying 15,000 on your bathroom. It's I'm probably like, yep, more that's about right. A few years ago, we're having a hard time doing it under 20. 
Oh my wow. word. And so that's the thing is we DIY a lot. And Ben and I were even talking about a couple small things we want to do around here. And he said, Hey, I just need you to understand even going to get these materials, it's going to be more than what we're used to even doing it ourselves. Yes. I, so in doing the barn door, I am using, um, just the, the base of it is uh, plywood, a half inch plywood, uh, sanded. Um, but that's used to be 25 to 30 bucks. I think we paid 60 to 70 for a sheet. Oh, oh see, now I don't want to go do any of my projects. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping those numbers come back down. Man, that bubble needs costly. to burst. That bubble needs to burst right there with the prices of the materials. Yeah. Wow. All right, Christy. Well, we are so thankful that you came on just to give us a quick word on contracting since so many of us are like itching to get things done around this house. So we appreciate you taking the time to do this and everybody. We're so grateful that you tuned in to listen and we will catch you next week for another episode. And y'all don't forget to squeeze the good today. Thank you so much for listening to the Meg's podcast today. We have the best time talking about (laughs) All the things. All the things. We love it, don't we, Meg? Yes. Well, y'all be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes that we have. And then also come find us on social media. We want to connect with you at the Meg's Podcast.